know? All right. Okay, so uh, what's your question, Bar? Fire away. My, uh, one of my questions would just be like, I tend to overthink things a lot. So how do you kind of work through things and just keep it simple pretty much? Okay, so you got to set clear goals. Um, easiest thing is, you know, like right before you start your day, they talk about that, have a post-it and just have like three or five things. So you you got to figure out what to do the next day. Okay. So what happens is if you have five things set up since last night, you can dream about it. You can think about it. You can, you can um, manifest it in a sense. So come morning, you already have a to-do list. Okay. So for example, today's phone days, right? Okay. So what are you overthinking about? Let's, let's, Let's go in. Uh, I think I think more. I think I know from dialing with you last time. I think you do you do you overthink like the concept of making your next call or just like ask, asking certain questions, like to people that you're calling. Uh, kind of overthinking like if I like, um, let's say I try to book with someone and then they hang up on me for whatever reason, kind of overthink like what I did wrong, uh, what I, what I could have done better. That's very, very common. When you first start out, you're gonna you're gonna start to like recognize patterns of what things you did that turned them off or made them hang up and what things that you didn't do anything wrong. And they just hung up like over patterns. The key is to reflect on each dial day and like analyze and reverse engineer all the calls that you did and be like, what could I have done better? What could I have done worse? And then you over time, if you do that, you're going to create an aggregate or like kind of like a general idea of like what things I should say and what things are just, there's nothing I can do. That person was going to hang up on me no matter what I would have said. Yeah. So going back to that to, to add to it. Okay. So there's time for you to reflect and adjust, but then when you set your goals, okay. So I want you like the, the posted thing, going back to it. If, if you set up a goal of 60 dials per hour, Okay, so if you're using phone burner or not, let's say you're not using phone burner, set up 40. But if you're using phone burner, set up 60 to 80. Okay, so you don't have time to be overthinking. You don't have time to, to reflect back at that specific moment. What happened? I need you to just focus on just keep calling and dialing and dialing again to the next one. Now, once you're on your break, then maybe talk about that. Once you're on you're on the Q&A calls, those are the times. So yeah. we have this thing called... Um, there's a book uh, by Kinder and Kinder Insurance Companies. Can you hear me? Okay, you're having. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just okay. hold it, dog. Yeah, what are you doing, man? Burn you're some calories. God forbid. <laughs> there we go. Like, are you paying attention to me or your screen? <laughs> so Kinder and Kinder. There's this thing on Amazon. You can look up Kinder and Kinder. They they wrote up a, a life insurance book. They're they're an agency, right? They have this thing called a green light, red light, and then a yellow light. Okay, so this is how you got to focus and. The green light is the most productive thing you could be doing right now. Okay. This is your money earning activity. Okay. Your red light are the distractions. Okay. This is like if you're watching TV. Okay. And then the yellow light, it's kind of like the, the things that helps you with the business, but it's not urgent. Okay. Stephen Covey has this uh, quadrant as well. Okay. Productive, emergent, uh, uh, urgent, important, non-urgent. Okay. So you identify that. So youth overthinking is that good for your business? Yeah, but is that a green light for you? Is that something that's going to make you money right now? No, right? So you 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 figure that out later on, okay? So right now it's green light, it's go time. You need to just be dialing and dialing and you focus on your set goals. Later on, on non-productive time, let's say you're at home, 10 p.m., 
okay, then you could study more. You could watch more videos. You can learn more how to do a, a telephone call. Okay. This time tuning into this, this helps you out. Okay. Yeah. So that will eliminate you from overthinking things by setting a good structure of a schedule. So just, just figure out whenever you're in a situation, when you're overthinking, is this red light? Is this yellow light? Is this green light? And then that'll help you readjust back to it. Cool. Yeah. And I think like the, and the key of what he said or what I said is like, think about it afterwards and think back. You're not going to forget these objections. You're not going to forget things that people said to you. So you got to just put it off until afterwards. Like it, if you think and reflect of after every call, that's really going to slow you down. Like in the beginning, I think naturally we, we tend to overthink things, but like you've been in the business, like, you know, knowing you personally, you you've been in the business enough to know like, okay, like, let me, let me, I know what to do at the end of the day, you just got a call. And I know it's not the fun thing. I know it's not the thing that most people want to do. And it's not the thing that is the sexiest. And it's not the thing that, you know, you know, we, we tend to overthink because we're like, dude, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And then quote, unquote, burn the lead. But it's like, dude, you, you will compensate for saying the wrong thing by just calling more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to add to that, um, we get we get a lot of new agents thinking, oh, I don't really know how to call. Maybe I should pause calling until I know better. Yeah. yeah right. Because they're so fearful of making a mistake. You can't. You got to just jump into the fire that way. Because if you're thinking that in, in a, a worse way of using your imagination, in a sense, what if you have so many clients that are just waiting for you to dial them? And they said, I've been waiting for someone to call me. I'm waiting to get life insurance. Right. So you will run into some good ones, some bad ones. You will have a client that says, yeah, you guys keep calling. Okay, just let that roll through. Keep dialing to the next one because you'll find, eventually you'll talk to someone nice enough to pick up the phone and have a conversation with you and says, yeah, come over. Yeah, I want life insurance right now. Yeah, how much it is? Here's my bank account information. Okay, things will even out, right? Play with the law of numbers. So if you don't have enough numbers, you don't have enough dials, you don't have enough contacts, you're only reminiscing on the bad ones. Does that make sense? Yeah. And uh, another question I have would be, um, so I started saying, I mainly use internet CRM leads right now. Okay. That's what I'm running right now. And okay. I changed uh, the word life insurance. I changed that to like benefits programs. And uh like I was able to book a lot more appointments, but at the same time, they weren't really quality appointments because a lot of people thought it was like benefits from like the government, like that it was like grants, um, like housing, stuff like that. They didn't, they didn't understand it was for insurance. Like, so when I got there, I kind of had to explain and then they're like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want this. Like, you know, from the jump of the appointment uh, from the beginning. Yeah. George, do you want to comment on that? We got the living legend, George Leon in the <laughs> building um yeah so this is a really good i think this is really good for you because you're like the best at this i think oh man you're putting a lot of pressure on me bro <laughs> <laughs> um one thing that uh that i've learned is that um it's all in the transition so i mean as long as you could get into the appointment that's all that really matters um we come i mean joel yoel um and, and and john and albert know this i mean the type of leads we used to work they had no idea we were selling them insurance. Absolutely not a single, you know, they, they, it was no benefit. It was nothing. It was literally something called a kid. It was uh, intended for them to, uh, 
to to get uh, some sort of uh, like an fingerprint I, finger for their children for their children, and then we had to go into a transition and be like, hey, by the way, uh, we also sell life insurance, and you need it, right? So we have yeah. to understand and have that in, in the back of our mind is that they need insurance. It don't matter who they are. Like, as long as you keep that in the back of your head that your purpose is to to uh, solve a problem that they don't even know that they might have, you know, we're, we're, we're here to create a problem and have a solution for that problem. So if you're getting into more appointment appointments, that's even better, man. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't change that up. The goal is to get in the house, you know, um, because a lot of the times when we have uh, appointments, and this is something that I realized, uh, when people are requesting for life insurance, a lot of the time they're shopping you around. You know, they're shopping around. So for me, the best type of appointment is when they have no idea that I'm coming in for what I'm coming in for. So that's just the way I view, I view it. I mean, I still, there's there's leads that are more direct. You know, like I, I work some of the life transfers and those, uh, they're strictly life insurance. But my favorite are, are is kind of getting into the house the way you're segwaying into the house. That's my favorite way to do it because, um, you know, they, they're, their guard is down. You know, but if you if you have like this preconceived notion about um, like, oh, man, you know, because of the three, four people that said, ah, dude, I'm not looking for insurance. And you keep that going. It's kind of what, what, what uh, John is talking about. You, you continue to reminisce on these uh, bad experiences or, you know, it, it's about just uh, understanding that. And keeping focus on the people that will want it, you know, and just keep doing it because a lead is a lead. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you have an opportunity to go get in there and, and, and pitch it to them. It just, what I would suggest is work on your transition. You know, you already know that they're, they're going to right away tell you like, man, I didn't know this was life insurance. I thought it was, you already know that. So what, what would I do in your shoes? I would just prepare my, my presentation knowing that that's going to come up. So yeah. how am I going to, how am I going to overcome that, that very small objection? Because Hey, listen, I, I understand that, that you, you thought it was something else. However, what do you currently have in place for this? Oh, and man. they're, they're going to probably be like, well, I don't have anything. Great. Well, listen, since I do have you on the phone, let's go ahead and review this uh, with you. I'm going to go ahead and review this with you. And if it makes sense, take advantage of it. These are state regulated programs. There are the best companies. Uh, we are a broker a company. What, what that basically means is that we work for you. We go and shop around for the best rates but also the best, uh, the best policies available for you. So let me just go ahead and ask you some questions really quick. See, I don't give them a, an option. I'm like, I'm just going to go dive in there and assume right. that I'm going to present and they're going to be okay. Because if I ask them, well, would you, are you interested? Hell no, nobody is. Nobody yeah. is interested in purchasing anything, man. However, you have them on the phone. It, a lead is a lead. Just work on your transition and just, uh, you know, get into, uh, uh, figure out a way, like, like I said, segue into it, transition into it, and, and, and lay it on the table. The goal is to present to as many people as you possibly can, man, because everybody, once they know they have a problem, they're going to want a solution to it. So yeah, once yeah. you figure out that they don't have anything, that's a great lead. That's yeah. the freshest lead you can get. They have nothing in place. And the, and the beautiful thing is that they're not out there requesting it. But guess what? Mm -hmm. if, yeah. if you come across that lead and you have the mindset kind of already – uh, like, uh, they're not going to want anything. And I, I get that lead. I, yeah. I guarantee you I'll close that lead. I just need a, right. I just need a, 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 I just need a body, man. I need a body that needs my product. That's all I need. Flags. That's flags. Yeah. Let me add to that too. So what's happening to you bar 
mentally, this is where you're at. You're, you're way too focused on the process without thinking about your mindset shift. Okay. What George is trying to say is, dude, anybody is an opportunity. I'm a salesperson. I have a product that the client needs. I'm going to give it whether they want it or not. Okay. If you paid attention to last Thursday's call with uh, Landon, dude, this guy spoke to a Vietnamese that didn't speak English that thought it was for car insurance. And he ended up selling him life insurance. Right. So how did that happen? It was a very assumptive of him to talk about life insurance. You're clearly telling them I'm here for life insurance. I'm here to protect you. And whatever happens in between in the process, his transition is let's get, let's get this taken care of. Okay. I've had it. I've had situations where, you know, back in our old company, man, we were just doing door knocks with clients. It was a random address in Norwalk. They didn't live there. It was nobody to ask for a child safe, but I said, I straight up told them, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a life insurance agent. And the lady was like, yeah, I need life insurance. Okay. So I think mentally what you have to think about is, okay, you are a salesperson. We have a product for anyone that can get it 89 and under. How do we have all these opportunities? The leads gets us in front of the door, but your job still is to be able to sell, sell yourself, sell the company, sell the value of the product and take care of them. Okay. So once you have that in mind, it doesn't matter what opportunity comes to you. You're, you're bringing in what you're bringing in. Okay. Yeah. And also you're probably, you're young. So you probably don't really respect your time as much as maybe other people like, dude, if I'm in the house, I'm presenting to them. I'm not like giving them a choice. Oh, you, you thought it was this. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll leave. That has never happened and will never happen, dude. I'm going to present to them what I, what I'm licensed to do. And yeah. if, again, going back to our, our line that, you know, even George taught me in, at a, at a, our old company, almost. If you want to take advantage of it, you have the opportunity to take advantage of it. If not, no big deal. Does that sound fair? And they'll say yes. And then you present. And then a lot of the times, even if they weren't interested, if they need it, they'll take advantage of it. Yeah. And if yeah. they don't, it's all good. Now, if you do want to process here, I'll give you a transition. Okay. This is my line for the clients to think it's free. It's state government, state this and that. I tell them this. Okay. This is my line. Okay. So these programs are state regulated, state approved, but they're not state funded. Okay, they are state regulated, meaning that the insurance companies are ran by the California. They're making sure they're legitimate companies. They approve them in the state to make sure we're able to provide America, Mutual of Omaha, or whatever. But there's no such thing as a state funded or government funded life insurance. The only thing the government pays for you is the $255 Social Security death benefit. Okay, you know how long they've had that? They've had that in the 1920s. They made that up as a death benefit when that was actually the cost of death back in the twenties. Since then it only went up by five bucks. Okay. So now we went from 250 to 255. So you got to take care of your own life insurance. Once you explain that, I transition back. Do you have your life insurance taken care of? You fill this form out. That's why I'm here. You requested information on life insurance. Okay. So once you're in, I mean, if you got in, I go straight for the kill. It's about life insurance. Let's take care of you. And then add to that. Once you're in the house, it's an opportunity. Turn that one opportunity into five. Once you explain you're there as an insurance agent, hey, maybe you may not need this. Maybe you can't afford this. Who else in your family needs life insurance? What about your brother, your nephew, your niece, your mom, dad, neighbor? So become that, that sales agent men mentally. Become the shark that anything and anybody is an opportunity for you to sell them to. Okay? 
Yeah, it's not about forcing or anything like that. It's just respect your time. You know what I mean? You're in that home. Like, you know, your your job is to provide life insurance for people. You already drove yeah. out there. Yeah, you already on, drove out there, on dude. Top of that, he like, bought like the lead from the CRM, which is somebody that's interested yeah. in life insurance. Exactly. Dude, 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 so. They knew they knew what they filled out. They probably yeah. didn't res- they they probably didn't respect you because you didn't even respect yourself. Like, no disrespect. But like to be honest, like they knew what they filled out. They're probably like, dude, this guy doesn't even believe in what he's doing. Like, why should I entertain his presentation? Yeah. It's kind of like what George mentioned, like the client's testing you, right? So if they're testing you, you gotta you gotta have a little bit of like a respect of yourself and fight back. No, I'm here for life insurance. You requested for life insurance. Let's take care of it. Let me let me go through my my position. Yeah. We got some new blood on here though. I love yeah. it. Anybody yeah. else want to uh wanna wanna chat? Uh, one one thing, man. I think that it's important to under to to kind of have a bulletproof mindset, man. It's like you got to just shoot your shot. It's kind of like, like uh, Michael Jordan said it, right? He 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 shot over uh, what was it like? Uh, I think he said nine thousand shots, winning shots or something, and he missed he missed a lot of those shots, yeah. but that's the reason he succeeded, right? So keeping that that mindset, it's like, man, just on to the next, on to the next. Either One thing that I, I read in the book is some will, some won't, so what, on to the next. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the job, man. It, not everybody's going to want it. I mean, there's about, uh, there's only about 20% of the people you'll be able to close on the first try, you know, but let's try to figure out, you know, the cheapest way to get to those 20 people, the, the, the 20%, you know, and, and the most, uh, um, the most profitable way in the most profitable way, but just shooting your shot, man. Don't, don't, don't get discouraged just because they, they said something and, and, and learn to ask questions that are going to produce a yes answer, not a no. Right. Because a lot of the times we're like, that's one of the things I did at the beginning. I, I would ask, like, they would say, they would say something weird and I catch me off guard. I'll be like, Oh, are you interested? Like, no, I'm not. Well, they, how are they interested in a product? I haven't even presented to them for real. Yeah, you know, they can't be. There's no way they're going to buy something that I haven't uh, presented to them. So if I'm going to ask, you know, a question is like, um, it'll be more like leaning towards a yes, a yes answer. So is that fair enough? Kind of what, uh, what you know, uh, Yoel said, let me go ahead and show you how these programs work. And if, it, you know, if it works for you, all I need is a simple yes or no. Is that fair enough? Yes. Great. Let's let me go ahead and present it. Your goal is just to present as many policies as you possibly can. And, you know, and you're going to get a lot of no's, but as you get better, um, you know, you'll develop a skill of, of, uh, of getting yeses. And that's, that, that's where um, uh, you'll, you'll succeed, man. Yeah. Mentally, you got to attract the yes. Okay. So right now, you know, when you're thinking about the no's, overthinking about like double capitalizing on like, the, how do I get better on the, the, the phone? I think you're way too focused too much on the negative side of the business. I need you to start mentally focusing and, and attracting the positive in the business into the business. Okay. We had a little uh, distraction Hello. with the baby. Hello, Jackie. <laughs> All right. There's kids. It's a, uh, it's president's day. So we know everyone's got their kids on them today. It's all good. I'm Yoel, by the way. Nice to meet you. Thanks for joining us. Hey, you have a I, I actually do have a question. I think we yeah. uh, sounds like we all came from the same place. I actually, I really did uh, like it. 
and the setup of not we knowing failed. that it was insurance <laughs> and getting no, referral. Uh, no, no talking about companies, by the way. It's, we, we it's can, fine. We have but, to um, just moving forward. Oh, oh I'm sorry. It's the old company, old IMO. Uh-huh. The question that I had was, um, how did you guys transition um, or how did you like the transition from the past company to FFL? Okay, so um, I'll start. I've been there for 10 years. So I, I was in management uh, all the way up, learned from the ground up. And we learned to just like scrap for it. We learned to to have anything and everything and be available for us. So we learned how to flip basic like unknown two-year-old three-year-old unknown clients leads any leads no leads we know how to scrap for it right now you have an opportunity here okay so what you got to do is you got to take advantage of the opportunity that we have resources okay and that's where investment comes in okay so you got to take the dive of buying leads that gets you in front of people and it's a wrap after that okay so just understand we have a product tell we have clients we can sell to 89 and under so get after it <laughs> oh no i mean i mean i, I haven't uh started writing business yet i'm like literally right now gonna be getting doing finishing my uh, money laundering thing and then uh probably buy leads and get going by this week so uh, i haven't done it yet but i've worked around it I, i'm head of media for for the company so for the, for elite as, as far as elite. So, uh, I've been around it for like a year and a half. So it just see, it's just like a way smarter business model and it's just a way, like there's no cap and it just seems more efficient. So I'm just, I'm excited to get after it. There's obviously, it's just structured differently, uh, but it's really smart just how it's structured. Uh, but you know, I think our former company, I feel like was a really, really, really great foundation. Um, so, you know, I can speak from my experience, obviously different, you know, different agencies and stuff like that so yeah have you what wh how far are you in your process you you just came over or i'm uh, in the same process as you i'm working okay, nice. i haven't made a sale but i um am working on the money laundering got it not too money launder like the course to anti-money laundering <laughs> yeah not too <laughs> not to launder money no jk jk eduardo what's good man you got any questions yeah, we're going for one more question. Just here in my garage. Um, about that confidence, how you said, because I mean, I do get told a lot of no's, not interested. And like the other guy said, um, I asked him, oh, I'm calling for life insurance. Are you interested? And people, oh, no, I'm not interested. Have a good day. What's a way that you think be good to develop more? Never ask that question. Though. Yeah, never I'll ask you know that questions. right now. Never ask that question. What they will the question always again? say no, like 99% of the time. Because most people don't, most people don't have time. Most people don't feel like they need it. Most people don't remember filling it out. Most people, there's so, so you actually, you have to be a, a, a good, a good communicator and very thoughtful about how you phrase things to get them to kind of say what you want. And it's not out of manipulation or anything like that. It's just, you got to be, you got to respect other people and where they're coming from psychologically. So just framing, going back to what George said framing it in a way where they say yes, so that they're more comfortable with the process and moving them through a process rather than just like, like dedicating your, basing your job on, on uh, what they say, or like asking them for, for permission to do your job, your yeah. life, you're a licensed agent. 
your job is to present this to them. That's it. It's not about whether they want, they filled it out. Don't waste my time. Let, let's talk about it right now. If you want to take advantage of it, you can take advantage of it. If not, no big deal, but it's my job. Yeah. Going to add to that. So if you're doing this on the phone, remember your idea and your position is to get in front of the client, right? So sales tactic wise, you never want to ask an open-ended question. That's going to give, get you a yes or a no. You need mm-hmm. to always ask open-ended questions. That's a yes to a yes. I'm going to come over on Tuesday or Wednesday, which works better for you. Okay. You filled out information about the life insurance. I'm coming out to you on Tuesday or Wednesday. You roll it off. Okay. Yeah. It was something about that form you filled out. That's what I'm calling you on. We're servicing you. I'm going to be in your area anyways, Tuesday or Wednesday, which works best for you. It's always good. That's got to be a scheduling at the end of your sentence has to be a scheduling uh, question. You gotta assume, you kind of gotta be bold a little bit. Like you gotta be comfortable <laughs> saying things that you're kind of like, oh, this is a little uncomfortable, but you just gotta do it. Like you gotta say, hey, I'm gonna, even though you kind of get the vibe that they're not interested, you just gotta assume that they in your and you gotta position your sentences like they want it, if that makes sense. Like like he said, he's like, he's just, he's coming out. Hey, I'm coming out. Which one of those days works better? Not are you interested? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if they're giving the vibe of they're not interested, you just got to yeah. assume they're interested. So, like, as soon as I, I finish telling them, okay, you put in your address here, I'll be in your area Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, I'll, I'll meet you there at 7. Or, like, you ask them. Two no. open, op- always two opening questions, okay? I'm going to be in your area Tuesday. 7 or 8 works better. Yeah. Okay. You got to so, reframe that question. Two and then, okay. It's two yeah, guesses that- all the time. One, one thing that uh, that has helped me out a lot, man, it's the, the doctor's approach, right? When, when you go to the doctor, I don't know. I mean, you guys are all freaking young. Um, I started going to a doctor a little bit more often. Not because I'm sick. I'm just, I, I guess it's part of being 30-something. Um, but the doctor doesn't just give you a prescription, you know? He doesn't just say, hey, you walk into his office and you're like, here, take this. Like, what the hell for what, Right. He yeah. asks questions that are going to help determine the, 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 the outcome of that, that visit. So, for example, like, you know, you have to, and these are things on the script, man. So just following up the, uh, the, the, the script, like, hey, uh, you know, I'm going to be out in your area this upcoming week. Uh, you know, what, what, what time are you usually home from work, right? So, okay, cool. This guy's off of work around 5, 6, so I know that I have to be there around 6, 7. Right. So if he says, oh, I'm usually home around five, six. See, these are things that when they're answering these questions, you're already like, all right, cool. This guy's being receptive. Right. You're testing these people out. Right. So if I'm if I'm calling someone, I'm like, hey, listen, uh, what's your name, brother? I'm sorry, man. Eduardo. Eduardo. Hey, Eduardo. Uh, I'm going to be out in your area uh, servicing uh, some of the members in that area. I do. Um, I'm going to be out there this upcoming uh, Friday and Saturday. What time are you usually home on Friday or Saturday? And then Eduardo says, oh, I'm usually home after, you know, 5 p.m. Okay, great. Well, listen, I, I, I do have something available between the hours of 6 and 7. What, what, uh, what time will work better for you, right? Because if you're just going to say, hey, I'm going to be in your area at 7 p.m., you know, and he's not available at 7 p.m., you're, there's no way you're going to get that appointment. So you have to, you know, you, your availability is more flexible because this is your job. You know, so you kind of have to figure out what is his availability and does his availability fit within my schedule? And if it does, boom, I'm going to book it. Right. And so you just assume it. Now, once he says I'm, I'm usually home around six or seven, even get into the, in the habit, man. I, one thing I started doing is just assuming if he says I'm usually home around six or seven. Great. Well, listen, I'm going to go ahead and uh, set you up for 8 p.m. this upcoming Friday. Do me a favor. 
go ahead and grab a pen and paper so that you can go ahead and take note of the uh, of the appointment and you won't forget. Right. So because you already know they're they're home, you know, they're home. At yeah. that time. And and they're they're man, they're, they're going to hang up and they're going to be like, dude, I just booked an appointment for I don't even know if somebody's coming. And that's yeah. what you need, man. That's all you need. Yeah. It's important for them to know. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you, don't, you don't want them to think. Like, you don't even need them home. I mean, you don't even need them to book the appointment. You already found out. Oh, they're home at six. Now you can door knock them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, that's my problem. I always ask them if it's okay for me to go at oh, this time. Just give them an option with yeah. like. The, Does the doctor if you give ask them an if option. it's okay to to give you a prescription? Yeah. No. Hey, um, you want to take this uh prescription? It's like what? <laughs> this guy like go to school? Like what's going on? Yeah. You see, don't that's, ask. That's like, you know problem. what I mean? Yeah, yeah so. it's a mental issue of you feeling like you're putting the client on a pedestal when you should be the opposite. Okay, yeah. does the doctor cater to the patient or the doctor tells the patient what to do? Yeah. Right? So you got to put yourself in an even playing field and then build your value where you're in a higher level that they listen to you. Okay, it's like oh. being a parent and the kid. So have yeah, that mental yeah. mind shift change. Take take pride in what you do, man. I think that that's also something extremely important. Like, be proud. I'm a, I'm 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 a financial advisor i'm a freaking life insurance agent i that's what i do that is my profession man and uh, you know i don't um i don't i don't want to like think that i'm below them because at the end of the day when these freaking people pass away their family's going to think i'm the most important person in their life and i keep that in the back of my mind all the time right i'm like you might think that this is whatever type of job but it is important man it, it is a really important oh, yeah. thing we're doing for people and one thing that i would suggest for you man practice your stuff in front of the mirror a lot like record yourself sell yourself first man because you can't sell anybody if you haven't sold yourself does that make yeah. sense like like how if, if if george comes to my house and this is a conversation uh, 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 something i would do to train myself if george comes to my house would i buy from george and i and i wasn't comfortable until i felt like okay this guy i'll buy whatever he says to, to whatever he's selling, I'm going to buy. I want to come off as that person to myself so that that confidence is transferred over to these people, man, because it, it's all a transfer of enthusiasm, man, and believe. So if I believe in what I do and I believe in my product and I believe in myself and I believe this is important, there's no reason why people should be saying no to me. And that's the first step. You got it. It starts again. It's a mindset, right? It has to start within, man. Like you have to know that you know what the hell you're doing so that when you're in front of people, they respect you and they're like, dude, this guy knows what the fudge he's talking about, man. I'll buy whatever he says. Yep. You know? That's super that's super important, man. Right, we gotta have you up, we gotta have you back on the show. Yeah, but we gotta wrap things up. Uh thank you guys for coming on. It was a I think this is a really packed show. Yeah, yeah, keep coming with a lot of questions. Eleven thirty. We'll start right away and we'll keep on firing away. All right, guys. We'll see you, right, see you guys work. Thursday. Bye guys. Yep. Peace.